100 Sets Productions. Guys, welcome to the podcast. This is Professionally Outraged. We're here live from Los Angeles. Los, uh, sunny Los Angeles, California. Encino, California. You didn't yeah. do the tagline, though. Uh, yeah, well, pre- <laughs> <laughs> Willie, do the tagline. No, dude, I couldn't take that away from uh, you. I have been told so far that Prepare to be Triggered needs to go. That's uh, that's the uh, consensus <laughs> I'm receiving. Uh, no, 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 it's uh, uh, Billy. It's really good. Why are you embarrassed? Uh, tonight you're here on Professionally Outraged. Prepare yeah. to be Triggered. Triggered, triggered, triggered. Yeah, you I, I think you're right board. though. I think he had two good suggestions. Maybe we'll uh, we'll think about it later. Did you? Uh, it is hot as fucking here already. I hate this room. It's so hot. Hey, it's not too bad um, in here. That's what's making me outraged right now. It's the heat in this room. This is. I'm uh, um, so professionally outraged. Before we get heat. started bitching, uh, why I'm triggered. Did, why don't you guys? Yeah, I'm triggered. Frankly. Why don't you introduce yourself? Uh, promote anything you want. Cause I'm, there's, uh, there's gonna be at least eight people watching this. Yeah, it is. so yeah, so, all yeah. of them in Portland. I bet. Yeah, probably. <laughs> so, Middle class white ladies in Portland will be watching. Yeah, exactly. I. Well, I'm Willie Simon. I uh, do stand up out in L.A. with uh, with with Billy and Ryan here, and uh, I um, I do a show every Monday at the Sycamore Tavern um, at eight o'clock with uh, with a lot of very talented comics. Oh, Billy's getting on one soon. I haven't booked you yet, but you'll be on maybe someday. Yeah, so it's because no, you're really get talented comic. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's uh, it's kind of an exclusive. It's like a college degree. You know, it's oh. an exclusive club. They weren't here for that beginning part, I think. Yeah, the rest of the people. But yeah, that's who I am. I do uh, I do a show at the Sycamore on Mondays at eight. Come fucking check it out. Word. That's my that's my thing. Cool. Billy, that's introduce yourself. My name is Billy Anderson. I uh, also tell jokes here in Los Angeles and. I'm just happy to be here, uh, professionally outraging the world. Yeah. Wow, he's plugged. Well, cool. So we're going to talk Made about... Made seem like an asshole, frankly. <laughs> I actually liked what you had to say. It was really personable. Yeah, you're so Thanks. good. Yeah. yeah. You know? Believe in yourself, you know? Yeah. yeah. Thanks. Thanks. You know what? I, res- I rescind my last comment. Yours didn't come across threatening at all. That's what I liked about it. it just, you know, <laughs> be talking to anyone. So uh, the first thing I want to talk about, and I'll give you guys uh, the venues to talk about anything you're personally outraged about, but... Uh, Willie, have you kept up with the border crisis at all? I uh, I have been. Okay. Yeah, and it's fucking. I'm outraged. So I'll, so I'm gonna give everyone a brief like bullet point rundown, and then we can talk about how we feel about it. But basically, in the last month, um, 2,300 kids have been separated from their parents who are trying to. You know, a lot of these people are from Central America trying to come here and seek asylum. Um, they've made some claims in the administration that this is actually like a policy that Obama started. That's, that's not really true. Uh, this was something that happened eight months ago. The current administration put in a policy of zero tolerance. So like it's, that's, uh, the truth on that. And the other thing we learned yesterday is that, uh, in a lot of cases, I mean, we saw pictures of like the conditions. It's like not that I can, you know, that I can these tents and like really like shitty situations. And they've even been forcibly drugged with psychotropic drugs, like held down and given injections uh, you know, these are really young kids given a Jesus. lot of chemicals. So it's a, uh, it doesn't look good from a PR standpoint. Um, but that's, what's going on. So you, you still have some people defending him kind of big, like, well, you know, you're breaking the law, you're illegal. This is what happens. And, uh, you know, that's that position. So, yeah, but that's, that's where we're at. So you said you're outraged about it. Yeah. Those, uh, those lines at Disneyland are brutal, man. That's uh, 
I uh no, but that's fucking horrible. <laughs> that's some some horrible shit. I uh yeah. well they're giving them like space blankets and shit and like feeding them crackers and stuff too. Like it's insane like how they're treat they're treating them like war criminals. Yeah, exactly. And they're fucking children, dude. It's like that's that's it's, about as it's it's disgusting. as evil as you can fucking but get. What you would know? what would be your ideal situation there? Because I, I agree. I think it's horrible, I think it's bad, but I also think like we have a lot of people going like, Oh, this is just atrocious and I go, Well, what would you have them do? I mean we we do agree Open borders, I think. I feel like the immigration problem is the same thing we have with abortion and gun control, is that it's a problem that there isn't an easy solution for, you know? And so, like, I think nobody would argue that completely open borders are the way to go. Agreed. Mm. And so then also people, like, a big thing with this immigration problem is they're like, well, they won't let the children hug. They won't let them hug Willie, you know? But then also, we can't have kids going and they're sticking a finger in another kid or being weird. You don't know who knows each other. You don't know who's really brother and sister, who who does anything. So, like, it's sort of a lose-lose. And I would say the only real, the real problem I have with the whole thing is we should make these places amazing. We should make them amazingly comfortable to people because we do have to detain them. So since it is sort of a detaining system, yeah, that there's no like the reason I, I, it all goes back to money, and we refuse to spend money on building good facilities to put these people in, and then somebody down the road would go, well, we don't want it to be the Marriott. What do we want? Like this isn't ju- like you assume this is somebody riding in the back of a truck. Uh, half the truck has coke, half the truck has illegal Mexicans in it, and that they're all sneaking in to steal turnip jobs in Kansas. Mm-hmm. But that's not what it is. Some of these people are asylum seekers yeah. running away from the drug cartel wars that are going down there, and like we have asylum laws for a reason. Yes, yeah, and nobody ex- they go, hey, listen, um, you know, I know you're trying to to run away from this horrible thing, but we're gonna throw your kid in a cage and make children have to change each other's diapers. Anyway, good luck, idiot. Is yeah. that, is that, I don't think I think we have all this money. What are we using it for if not to protect people? We don't have to let them all in, but just at least give them somewhere to be for a minute. Why do we have all this money if we can't use it to protect people? Well, also, yeah. let me let me speak on asylum real quick because that's an important point. Is uh, if you're seeking asylum, like there's a process for that, and it's not illegal. It's not just running over the border. There's specific border crossing points that are like uh, you're supposed to go to to seek asylum. What's happened is they've either filled up or the people that are st- trying to follow the rules they go there and they're turned away or sent right back because they're they're backed up. So that's a big problem going on. I think the two things are yeah, you you do have to detain people, but one it's where you're taking the kids, putting them here. And then sending their parents back to Guatemala, which has happened. So there's that separation. Should that happen? Yeah, should you send dude. both back? Should you let the parents stay detained as well? And then, yeah, like, I don't know if we want it to be, you know, the mayor of the Hilton. But, yeah, like, we, clearly the pictures we're seeing, it, it should be fucking better than it is. Well, even it's, just, it's, it's garbage. just ripping parents from their, like, children from their parents is yeah. about as, like, horrible. That's what, I don't want to generalize with some fucking horrible, like, Nazi regime shit. But sure. that is, that's... You're you're separating families now. You know what yeah. I mean? And like, why? What's the point of that? You know, yeah. you're they're already detained. You've already got them. You don't have to fucking traumatize these people who've already been through yeah. all this shit. You if know I had what to I mean? Like yes, I think the point is to terrorize these people. Well, and yeah, go, exactly. Bring but... your kids here. We will take them from you and send you home. And you'll never see your child again. So maybe don't come here ever. Yeah, well, that's that's, that's some fucking terrorism. dark shit. It's terrorism. Yeah, it's terrorism. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, I think like you said, like with gun control, there's no easy answer to the immigration problem. And anyone who is like so far to the left that they're just like open borders. Well, that that's fucking ridiculous. Like 
anyone who suggests that we don't have actual laws that come in and out of countries, and every other country in the world has it too, including Canada and all like the uh, Western democracies in Europe. They all have a lot of times harsher immigration policies than we do. So I, we obviously need a process. It's just how does that work? But anyone you see on Facebook who's like, you know, these overly aggressive stuff, they're just like but I, I being do unrealistic. I do feel like at this point, this is like a lot of times with gun control and abortion, I'll sit down and talk with people and you... If you actually talk one on one with somebody, for the most part, you you go, oh wow, it's surprising. The we agree on more things. Yeah, than we reasonable disagree conversation. On. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And very, I think with this so. case, is this is a, a rare case of the media promoting something we all agree on, which is like, yeah. listen, like we don't know what the immigration policy needs to be. I don't know how many people to let in. I truly don't know, and I'm not gonna. I, if I had to vote on it, I would educate myself. But sure. we can all agree we shouldn't be separating kids from their well, parents. Yeah. And yeah. this and was it's a, one of the rare things we can all agree on. This was a cool. Oh, not a cool thing at all, no, but this was, was a an awesome example dude. of uh, of people realizing that hey, like maybe this is more than bipartisan issue because people were trying to make it a partisan issue. I will say there was like, I've oh seen, yeah, this is what we have. I've to seen do. a lot like of the, I've seen a lot of my friends on Facebook who never post about politics posting about this. Like, and I think it's because of the pictures. Like, pictures change everything. It was the same reason for years. You watch people in the NFL like. You hear all these stories, they got arrested for domestic violence. But when you saw the video of Ray Rice in the elevator, everyone was like, holy shit. Even though we knew the story for six months before Ray Rice, they had the video. He never admitted he didn't do it. He's like, yeah, I fucking knocked her out. And yeah. you saw the video and everyone's like, this must change. Because yeah, it was, they got the visual pictures. And if you've seen some of the audios of like, of like the kid crying for their aunt, just give me some. Like it's, it's fucking heartbreaking. Well, you saw watch. one yeah. of the pictures was faked, right? That's the big thing that people are yeah, up in arms about. It's one news. of the pictures. Well, what it was was there was all these pictures floating around. And one was a picture of a protest where it was a kid. He was in a blue shirt, and he was on a thing. And then they zoom out, and it's like a protest of it, so it's not real. And so yeah. now they're trying to spin it as, well, they're probably all fake. And I'm like, literally, there are hundreds of pictures. This one picture probably got picked up by an intern or something down the road. Mm-hmm. And or now, someone looking for a way to punch a hole in this thing. Yeah, and that's my well, thing. That's the problem, too, is if you say, well, you know, freedomeagle.gov posted this wrong photo. I'm like, what the fuck? Or freedomeagle.co. Yeah, you know, well, yeah, no, I know. Well, well, and, that's, uh, and those are the people I'm talking about. Like, there was... Uh, it was like Trump's uh, campaign manager. They brought up like, hey, there's children being separated from their families. And they're like, wah, wah. Yeah, that's that's, like, oh, no, it was even like, worse. It was a mentally fucking... challenged child was separated yeah, they were, from other yeah, yeah. They were, it was It was a 10-year-old kid who had autism. And he goes, he yeah. goes, wah, wah. It's like, you motherfucker. Like, Jesus fucking Christ. This is more than just it's like, a Republican it's, it's, Democrat it's, issue. This, I mean, it was, it was hilarious. But it was like, like <laughs> fucking evil at the same time. I was like, you would think they'd be on SNL almost. Yeah, that'd be like a bit that someone <laughs> it's, it's like so bad but uh yeah, i think overall it's, it's a tough situation so do we all agree that like you shouldn't separate them and in it you know if you're going to detain people they should especially asylum seekers they shouldn't be in fucking like yeah, deplorable exactly. conditions i agree like, with you i think we should only separate the mentally challenged i from yes their yeah we can Finally. all agree all right and so, that's like in this country too you yeah, know like not even in we're gonna move on to the next topic now. <laughs> yeah we're gonna move on to the next topic uh did you see the rapper who was killed uh XXX Tentacion. Oh, Tentacion. I received that. See, I'm not. I'm too white to correctly pronounce it. This made me realize. I'm not. This made me realize a couple of things. Is one is that hip hop artists can get away with way more than comedians. And here's here's why I say this, is you saw a lot of people posting love for him on Facebook and be like, I know he wasn't perfect because you know he beat the shit out of his pregnant girlfriend. Like you know her eyes were swollen shut. So many people Allegedly. are, yeah. So many people he are. He did it, but yeah. Yeah, he totally did it. Yeah, like so many people are like coming to him like, oh, you know, he had this. So he's still a good person. No one has defended Chris Hartwick. Have you noticed this? 
Like literally, no one has come to his defense. Well, he that didn't have it. the good sense to die. Yeah. That's that's he part of it. He should get shot in Florida trying to buy a jet ski. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Yeah, great idea. If somebody idea. tried to steal his Tesla and shot him in the head, people uh, probably have nice things to say about Well, also, Chris Hardwick is married to, like, a baroness or some fucking oh, yeah. ridiculous. Like, she's a Hearst. Hearst. Yeah, he's Hearst. the richest yeah. person the in the fucking world. granddaughter of the Hearst family. Yeah. So she, he'll he'll be yeah. doing fine. Yeah, so, exactly. I actually know that until I read the story that his mother-in-law is Patty What's Hearst. the thing with like Chris Hardwick? I didn't actually know Okay, this. so um, his, uh, his ex, uh, something Dykstra... And not hers. That's fucking get yeah. her out. Okay. Uh, so like yeah. they broke up like three years ago. So she, uh, um, all these allegations were basically she said he was super controlling. I don't think she accused him of anything that's actually illegal, but she would say stuff like they went out. Like I wasn't allowed to talk to guys. All these controlling restrictions. They're like when I didn't want to have sex, I had to have sex with him. I don't think she actually said like he actually like raped me or assaulted me, but she kind of phrased it. She referred it. to it as coercive sex. I okay. mean, it would be it would be like marital rape is what you would consider okay. it, or That's like what... yeah. But I mean, not in so many words. But if you break apart, like, well, he didn't steal from me. I just had an item in my home, and he took it and brought it to his home, and now I don't have it anymore. So he robbed you. Well, I'm not saying that. You yeah. know, that was. Yeah. I'm not racist, but yeah, it was, no, it's it was a... very much that. Yeah. Yeah. So all these allegations and like. He lost a bunch. I mean, like they took him off a bunch of stuff, like the Comic Con. I think he had a bunch of like. There's like two ba- Comic Con panels, and they took they suspended his show on AMC. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, the Talking Dead one. It's talking with Chris Hardwick, man. Yeah, and I've not uh, heard anyone. The Walking Dead isn't cool anymore. <laughs> well, it's <laughs> funny. Even like with Louis, like people came to his. Like I haven't heard anyone defend Chris Hardwick, which makes me think either Adam Carolla defended him. Oh, today. did he? Adam Carolla defended him. <laughs> uh, Bill Burr had said some things in defense yeah. of him. His wife, of course, defended him. Yeah. Well, these but, are like other also, comics, though. You but know, also, not like fans. Chris Hardwick has never been a like beloved figure in his own community. Well, that's where I think is maybe the point. Like, do people not like this guy? And maybe that's why this is going on. I think a lot of people have always felt like he's uh, he's some like charlatan, some uh, hustler. Yeah, he just he just looks like a guy you you fucking. He has a face that you hate. You know what I mean? Like he's he's always like smiling shit and he's like. Ah. Well, the argument know. I've heard is that he's disingenuous. That's the big thing that people don't like. You know, like you like look at why people like like uh, Joe Rogan and Bill Burr. Is you feel like you get an authentic them when they talk. Sure. Uh, Chris Hardwick has always been viewed. It's like he was an MTV host for Christ's sake. Like they view yeah. him as this like slicked back, like car salesman of a comedian. And then also the other thing is he like subverted this nerd culture of which. Some people would say that he's maybe not as authentically a part of it as he'd like to claim he is, and he used it to build an entire empire and became rich. And the only thing artists and comedians hate more than like Republicans and conservatives are people who are successful at what they're doing. That's probably and true. And so yeah, I would totally. say he's he's literally he's like a motivational speaker that used comedy and nerd culture to get ahead, and people fucking hate that. Yeah. And so yeah, I would say. Did you see the text messages that uh, they released from the breakup? Have you read yeah. those recently? Have yeah. you seen those? No. So basically, so he broke up with her because she was cheating on him. And uh, he just said, hey, like, it's not working, blah, blah, blah. But, like, the the long and the short of it is, like, the next seven months, she consistently hit him up, like, trying to get back with him, which kind of makes her claims of how bad it was look a little more dubious. Not that those are entirely mutually exclusive. You know, we all know people who have probably been in that. Um, but it, it does kind of make her claims like, and also like she waited three years to come out with it. And it's like, I don't know. It just seems like maybe she's throwing some hater in the fire. Well, yeah. why can't, I guess why can't both be true? That's why I look at it. I'm yeah, like, why totally. can't, why can't, I guess the two questions I'd go is why can't both be true? And why do we give a shit? Because like, why can't both be true in that? Like, 
I be, I don't believe people go, oh, she lied. And I go, I don't think she lied. I think she well, spoke her truth. Well, and abused people do go back to people oh, who abuse them all the time. Easily. Right? And you, sure. If you look at that and go, well, if, if you don't like being beaten up, Take why did you stay Christina. with your husband so long? And you're like, well, yeah. it's more complicated than yeah. that, you know? Yeah, I mean, there. I think we've known both people of, you know, uh, men and women who've been in controlling relationships from either side. And, like, there's definitely, I mean, things are so subjective when people feel like, oh, my God, they're, like, they're, like, fucking, you know, going after me. It's like, this is all they said to you? Like, mm-hmm. it's definitely, like you said, like, she probably was speaking her truth. Um, it does seem a bit dubious, though. And also, yeah. if she lived an amazing life, like, let's, let's assume for a minute that she's lived an amazing life and then nothing's ever mad. The Chris Hardwick thing might be the worst thing she's ever encountered in her life. And I think that's a big problem with our country today is that we don't experience a lot of external hardship and a lot of problems. Like how many people go hungry in this country is almost non-existent, even amongst the very, very poor. Yeah. Uh, how many people have to truly worry about being homeless, going from home, homed to homeless is a much yeah. more rare thing than we'd say. People live forever. I, 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 li- I was 20, 28 before I had a family member die for the first time. Yeah. 28 years old. Like, that's mm-hmm. a lot of people in this country. I go, so these things that we would go, what's the big deal? It like legitimately might be the worst thing to sure. ever happen well, to this person. I mean, it, it's just like an example of it's all relative. Like, mm-hmm. if, you're, if you're like a really privileged person who said like things great, and the first little thing, like, in some ways, it's not their fault. You know, it's it's, it's your you know it's your environment, it's your reality. That's why children children cry when their dolls get destroyed. It's yeah. up to that point. That is the worst thing that has ever happened in their life. You know, yeah. and so I think that I looked at it like that. I looked at it, I went like that sounds pretty bad, but it sounds like yeah. a pretty typically bad relationship. Yeah. Yeah, just that I'm sure you both had reasons for staying. She would go like, well, he made me feel like I was an item or something that I was just there because I was a yeah. pretty guy. And I'm like, yeah, but what can you say? And like, this is not about you. And I'm talking any person out there. We've all stayed with people for bullshit. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. have you stayed Absolutely. with somebody because Absolutely. you, because you, they were paying your bills. You know what I mean? And, and then what, okay. So if I stay with somebody and they're paying my bills and I continue to fuck them and stuff, what does that say about my character? Do, are we going to take it to the full extent of what we could and say, means oh, you're killing the prostitute. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you go, well, no, okay. Well, you're saying, well, he stayed with me because of my look. So he's a controlling. And I go, well, that's one way yeah. to word it. Almost, you know? almost all relationships are an exchange. Yeah, you know, in some ways, I think uh, prostitutes are actually more an honest exchange than most relationships, where someone's dating someone for their money. Yeah, this is straightforward. You know? Yeah, yeah. At least it's no. like it's a very honest transaction. But like, oh, and like, and like, oh no, like I, I kind of like him. You know, it's yeah, it's, it's bullshit. Yeah, it's right. Bullshit. You, don't to, you don't have to lie to a hooker. The thing, exactly. that, the thing that stuck out with me the most was when she and I saw a lot of people bring this up is that she went in for surgery. And right after the surgery was done, he was like, hey, doc, when can I have sex with her again? <laughs> and she was like, and my mom never forgot that. I'm like, it seems like a joke. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I get yeah. it, but you're literally dating a professional comedian. Especially if you, like, so he said it in front of her mom. Yeah. So, of course, it's a joke. Yeah, like, yeah, and yeah. you can argue whether the joke sucks. It was ill-timed, but come on. But like, she framed yeah, it like he's a psychopath exactly. who was only worried about my pussy, and I, I had no choice yeah. but to, you know. Yeah, it's a... Uh... Happens yeah. the best. So well, to your to your point, like I think comedians are more um, they're more susceptible to say something that's gonna make people mad like that because that's the job, you know. It's yeah. to to say stuff that most people wouldn't say or to just explore like what uh, shout out to Mike. Shout like out that, to Mike Mazzalotti relogging his laptop. Yeah, here. seriously, kill right. kill I mean, Chris game. Hardwick's. Uh, catchphrase used to be prepare to be triggered so <laughs> yeah, I knew that was and coming and then he realized it was <laughs> so fucking retarded that there's no need to do it 
Yeah. Um, shit. Uh, I have one more thing I want to talk about, but uh, what do you guys want to talk about? I always give it to my guests. Is, is there something in your personal life that you're triggered? It can be something completely trivial, just something you're outraged about or you're mad other people are outraged about, just outrage in general. Um. All right, Billy. Yeah, we really Billy. need those cricket noises. Now. <laughs> I was going to say, I wanted, yeah. I wanted the cricket. Uh, the movie Hereditary pissed me off. All right, let's hear about uh, it. I'm tired of art house films being packaged as horror and then being sold to the masses, and then I have to have a goddamn uh, college degree in order to understand half of the things going on. I was like, I paid my money. I should be able to appreciate this art. Same as anybody. They packaged it as a horror movie, and it was pretty okay, and it was freaking ridiculous, and I think in 20 years we're going to look back and go, why did we think this was good? So I have not seen the movie. Have you seen the movie? I haven't either. Then I so, won't spoil anything. I'll just say I'm not if you saw the movie Mother with an exclamation point at the end of it and you thought this was really weird and I don't know what's going on and I don't think this was a very fun film, just know that I left the theater from Hereditary feeling the exact same way, which is I'm like this was misrepresented to me as a horror movie when it's an art house experiment. <laughs> I uh, I've been watching the Star Wars movies um, <laughs> again because I saw Solo. <laughs> So I started watching Star Wars again. What'd you think about Solo? I thought it was fucking terrible. I thought it was awesome. You liked it? I liked it a oh, lot. Why? I, uh, well, I like just backstory with uh, and Han Solo's a cool character, the whole Chewie and Han Solo thing meeting. But that's not why I'm outraged. <laughs> I was uh, I was watching the movies. There's only like four good Star Wars movies, really. And the rest of the series. I would say three. There's, like, why, why do we worship this series so much? Because <laughs> it was groundbreaking. It does not. Yeah, it is. But like... I almost all wonder the, if Star Wars... Oh, all the prequels on. have been pretty bad. You know, Revenge of the Sith was cool, but uh, even the A New Hope doesn't hold up at all. I thought There's, episodes 7 and 8 were not good. 7 was like the same as A New Hope. Yeah, 7 was A New Hope, it's and that's like, the worst one of the originals. It's just like, we're at Han Solo Black and Luke a girl. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It was all, it's the same story. Like, they had the same Death Star. It's like, we had the same, like, narrow I radius. I couldn't believe they yeah. brought up another Death Star. It was like, yeah, like, like, how dare you? Do you know how, like, insult my who is in the writing room? Like, seriously, like... It just seems so like not creative. Yeah. At all, I was disappointed in that. I I do wonder this, like, because I love the first three, but I'm like, if I had seen them as an adult, would I feel differently? Like, That's is it is I'm it saying. just part of because the other ones I watched as an adult, and I'm like, these are kind of fucking subpar. I just saw a Phantom Menace for the first time since I was like 11, probably. Yeah. And that's a that's a. It's an awful movie. What oh, a, those, pod, those pod, movie. pod racing scenes are pretty cool, though. Yeah, the pod racing oh, scene was cool. The only the thing that movie was good for Jar Jar Binks and the Gungans make me want to throw a brick through my teeth. Had you heard the theory about Jar Jar Binks being a secret Sith Lord, though? I heard it that. really <laughs> does. I'm like, man, if they'd had the balls to go through with it. Because there are some things where they, they he's a CGI character, so everything he does has to be intentional. And there's some <laughs> stuff when you watch the theory, you're like, I believe it. I think they were going for something that didn't have the nuts to fucking continue with it. That's hilarious. They're like, we can't make this guy a main character yeah. in another episode. No, that's right. If one of the eight people listening hasn't heard about that, then definitely Google it. And, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, check it out. It did lead to the pod racing video game, which was one which of the greatest great. video games of it all time. So it wasn't good. a total loss. It wasn't a total loss. That was the only good thing that came out of that movie. That that's was an epic true. video game. Yeah, it was great. Is that PlayStation 1? No, that was... Uh, Nintendo 64. I think, no, it was... It was a, uh, I think it was... Uh, fuck, what was it? I think I had a PlayStation Nintendo 1. Nintendo 64. I, I feel like it wasn't 64. Was it Nintendo Was it, I think it, what was, it was that? 99. What was it? 2000. That was PlayStation what was the, 1 era. What was the Sega system that was like really popular? For Sega like, Genesis? No, after that. Dreamcast. I think. It was for Nintendo 64. There's a good chance I'm wrong. 
But uh, up, is it, that is should it be the, the tagline of your podcast. <laughs> Trigger what? There's, no. a, there's a good chance I'm wrong. <laughs> Paul, it is so hot in here. Jesus Christ. It's like there's Africa. All these truth bombs it's like are Africa up. up in here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> these truth bombs are made out of napalm. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we're, we're, we're torching this truth forest with, on, with truth napalm. It was on uh, the Sega system, uh, Sega Dreamcast. And the PS1. For the win. And Nintendo 64. For, for the win. Not the PS1? For the win. I can't believe Ryan's right here. <laughs> no, I'm 100% certain about this. Yeah, I had it for the PS1. He just, he just, he Star just Wars you, Pod Racer. Star Wars he Racer. Just, he just told you you were wrong to your face. I bet it's on a bunch of different ones because that's how video games work. That's, that's <laughs> but not... This is like 2000. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's also two, on N64. Boom. So, so we're what about right? PS1? I never Come said on. it was. I just said I oh, knew it was on N64. Oh, now we're doing that. Yeah, yeah, that that is not what we're talking about. We're talking That's about what the I'm talking po- about. no, no, fuck, no, you're not. We're talking about the Pod Racer <laughs> video game, which was the good. They're one. both they're both Pod Racing video games. This episode one Racer is Pod. They don't, what other racing scenes do they have in Episode one? I want to be correct on this one. Right, so, That's fine. You're right, buddy. That's where I'm going with this. The last thing I want to bitch about is the NBA. Are you a basketball fan? I love basketball. Are you a basketball fan? I don't know anything about basketball. So this will be great. <laughs> uh, one. Uh, how do you feel about Durant going to the Warriors and what's that's done to the NBA? Personally, I'm fucking disgusted. It's uh, it's ruined uh, the competition aspect of it. That's for sure. But I mean, LeBron also ruined that with uh, with being LeBron. I guess you know what I mean. And so, what does that mean, being LeBron? He's uh, he's been the one man powerhouse. He gets the finals every time. And so, Durant kind of made that whole thing boring. Which is too bad because now LeBron always has a guarantee if he's going to the finals and the Warriors also going to the finals and that's why it's been the same every time. But what because su- what's, what sucked about it though is the Warriors like have such a dominant team like LeBron's going to the finals because he's in the East, which is a weak ass conference. Yeah. And I would say this is like people say LeBron started super teams. He didn't. People forget Boston, Kevin mm-hmm. Garnett, Ray Allen, Paul Pierce, Rondo. That was that was a fucking super team. Yeah. Uh, but what I think what Durant did was such an excellent. He went to a team that without him would have been the favorite to win the title the next year. You could have replaced him with 40 other players in the NBA. They still would have won. And uh, I'm not going to talk about his fake like Twitter burner accounts and all his bullshit things that he's doing, but I just feel, yeah. like, I just feel like it's just such a weak move that like... Oh, totally. Yeah, it's, it's just... Uh, do you have any idea what we're talking about? Yeah, my opinion is that uh, LeBron is French for the brawn. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll never understand why so many people hate LeBron. Is there anyone here who hates LeBron? No. He seems nice. He's he passes like, the ball. He plays defense. Yeah, he does it takes, all. Takes care of his kids. Never been arrested. That yeah, gif right. of him pissed off at that dude not taking a three-point shot is one of my favorite things. Just him being like, what? Like, what? Oh, so hold on. It wasn't a three. Do you know the full story with that? It wasn't or no? He, so, he he ran out the clock. It wasn't. A so three. he was, was running out the uh, clock when he so, should have gone for another so, point. So yeah, he had That's no idea. He there are the score there was. a point guard George Hill was. Uh, there's like four seconds left in the game. The game's tied. He yeah, George a, Hill should hit that. He, he has a free throw. To his discredit, he misses it. Front rims it. J.R. Smith gets the rebound. Tie game. Right in front of the basket. Now anyone from any, pretty much anyone in the galaxy other than J.R. Smith, <laughs> honestly. <laughs> You go back, you either call a timeout or you go back up with the basketball. And he runs out the clock all the way to half court, 
which is only a fashionable thing you would do if you thought you were ahead. Yeah, if you thought you were ahead. I've and, read about this. Yeah, yeah, and that's why you see LeBron's face of just epic disgust. Like, what the fuck are you doing, you <laughs> moron? But it's an amazing <laughs> clip. Oh, dude, it's it was so good. It was it's, it, it created so many good gifts. Like oh, just right. instantly like that, and it was. Uh, and then afterwards, Jared's like, he's like, no, I uh, knew the game was tied. It's like, no, you didn't. <laughs> you know, because you can even hear him like almost lipping the words of the Bryce. I thought it was tied. And, oh yeah, you can see him there. Yeah, it's, uh... And so supposedly, uh, after overtime when they lost, Le- LeBron broke his hand by punching a blackboard yeah. in the thing. Uh, and then the rest of his finals, he played with he a broken with, hand. Which I kind of believe because they were so outmatched, they needed to steal game one, change momentum, and maybe have a chance. So I think LeBron was like, he just like he's he's playing with garbage. And Golden State, in my opinion, is the most loaded team in NBA history. So it's uh, I don't yeah. know. I uh, Kevin Durant was just uh, he just looking for a ring. You know? Well, apparently he thing. also wasn't he the reason that guy got on the team. I had read that too that like LeBron, the guy who you're talking about, J.R. Smith, J.R. Smith, the guy yeah, fucked that, up. Yeah, that like LeBron James like advocated really hard to get the dude on the team too. So That's so funny. I think uh, he was traded from the Knicks with a guy who's no longer there. Um, I don't think he advocated for that, but he did, I think, kind of advocate for the uh, the re-up of his contract after they won. It was something won. like that. Yeah. It was like Which something I about wouldn't, bringing him it, in. If you watch Jared Smith's career, he's like, there's a like you see some of his highlights. He's one of the most athletic motherfuckers of all time. Like you can see a real him of last decade where you're like, holy shit. Yeah. But he's also one of the dumbest decision yeah. makers of, maybe in the history of the league. So like, yeah. you just assume some guy would do this shit. It's just like uh, it's 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 just terrible. Well, he's the uh, he doesn't think things very uh too far in advance. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's uh, that's what makes yeah. him such a good athlete. So uh, the Bron. I think we're gonna fucking the uh, Bron. I uh, think uh, if it was we're gonna if he was a, if he was Italian, <laughs> it'd be Ilbron. That's we should definitely end this now. Um, you guys have anything you want to say? Promote to the again the eight. I think it's probably four people now, maybe two who are watching. So anything you want to say before we fucking exit out? Fucking prepare to be outraged, you guys, because uh, I want to. One final outrage down. is I'm outraged that since I'm with Mike Mazzalotti, Facebook keeps offering me hair restoring cream, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, no, it's Mike, but it yeah. hears us talking about it all the time, and it's like he's probably bald. I, uh, I just want to. It's, it's fine. Mike's. Pre- do you want to promote anything you're producing the podcast? If you want to jump on and, you know, if there's any people out there who want to hear about being a fake Latino person or like bad jokes in those regards, like fucking jump on. Yeah. yeah. Hey man, just go to my Patreon. Where's this camera looking at? <laughs> Patreon.com slash unfunny Mike. Give me a dollar a month. Thanks. Yeah. If everybody listening does that, uh, Mike could be making $5 a month. Yeah, give, that, dude. give Mike, Mike a is, dollar so we can get a fan or some AC. It's hot as fuck in here. Mike is really using, <laughs> Mike is really using promotion to its full extent by panhandling online. <laughs> <laughs> Great stuff. Uh, well, uh, I think we're going to end it on that. It's hot as change. <laughs> Spare change, sir. Yeah, please, sir. It's, it's hot as fucking him over this. Thank you guys. <laughs> Hundred Sets Productions.